Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining. Today, I'm going to be talking to Christy Clover. Her website is christyclover.com. She is a veteran homeschool mom. Um, she's also an author. Her most recent book is Ma Master Organizer of Mayhem. I got yeah. <laughs> Hold that book up. Sneak it in. There it is. Yeah. So today we're going to talk a little bit. We've been talking a lot about stay calm and homeschool at home. I'm sorry, school at home, stay calm and school at home. Um, but today we're going to talk specifically about training kids uh, to sort of get through the day. Um, so the first thing that we want to talk about is what is the, Chrissy, you have tons of tips. You have tons of tips. I know you do. I've talked to you before. What is the number one tip you can give parents as they navigate education at home? Okay. Well, the first thing, I mean, like your title is probably perfect. Stay calm. It's okay. <laughs> I think what's the, what I'm, what I'm trying to encourage people in right now, since, you know, I was like, what? Like the whole world is homeschooling. I didn't even think I'd ever live in a world like that. I've been so fearful that like my right to homeschool would be taken away and look at that. So yeah. I am encouraging people with is number one is you need to let go of the school routine because everyone I'm seeing left and right everywhere on social media is Let's follow what we're doing at school. Like the advice has been, you know, make sure you keep things consistent. Here is the schedule. Do this. That does not work at home. That's how every homeschooler starts out and every homeschooler knows mm -mm, it's not going to work at home. So parents really need to relax. I mean, honestly, especially if you have younger kids, I'm watching people with little kids stressing out about homeschooling. You really just need to be reading to your kids at that age. It is so important. And there's so many ways. I, I, I personally have like coined the phrase sneaky school, but doing things where your younger kids don't even realize that it's an educational moment, but you're reading to them. Maybe you're doing a game on that. Today, we my kids have picked a bunch of lemons. And we love the book Amelia Bedelia. And so she makes lemon meringue pie, you know, in that book. So I'm, I'm not going to make lemon meringue pie. I don't have like, uh, yeah, last, I'm not, we're not even going to go there. Last time I read the book, I bought the pie. And I'm not buying the pie today. So we made lemon curd. Nice, <laughs> nice. Lemon curd. But it's really fun to engage like that and to make learning fun. So my, my tip, that was a long tip, ditch the school routine, read to your kids and make it fun. So there you got three. Three tips. I did. I, I feel like, yeah, I, we got sneaky in there. So what hacks, routines, tips again, do you have for anyone who's new to homeschooling? Yeah. So the biggest thing with homeschooling is, um, so, okay, this is going to rock everyone's world. So listen and lean close and listen. <laughs> yes. You need to know this. So when you look again, we're looking at those schedules they send out. Mm -mm. What you need to do is divide the work that you need to accomplish. So divide it into what you need to do with your kids because they might need you to read a math problem, maybe need some help in certain subjects. So what you need to help with and what they can do on their own. And that is vital to you having any sanity in this time. And this took me ages to figure out. But when you have, especially if you have younger kids in the mix too, you need to be able to know like, okay, so you guys can do this work. So I usually start our day kind of doing a quick run through with everyone and I divide up their work and I'm like, okay, so I have to help 
this child, so can you work on this and I'm gonna help them. And so you're kind of dividing and conquering, but even if you just have one child at home, it's important to divide because then you can focus your morning for getting through that schoolwork that requires your attention instead of dragging it on all day long. And that is what probably everybody's doing right now. They're dragging their days out because they have not, like they'll, what kills me is when you'll do one problem and you wait for them to do the work and then you have to come back and help. No, 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 no. Like run through it. I mean, math, some of the things are a little different. Like you have to help them read certain things if they're pre-readers, but divide the work up and then let them finish the work on their own. And that frees up your afternoon. First of all, it's gonna go really fast um, when you are kind of navigating things like that. And just even getting school done at home, it's just faster. I mean, teachers have to try to, you know, manage big, large schools. I mean, but it'll feel it'll feel like that in your home if you have lots of children home suddenly. But just divide the work up. It'll allow you to get things done more efficiently and will hopefully free you up to have a little bit of sanity in the afternoon. Absolutely. That's something that you hear all the time is new homeschooling people don't really like they're like six hours of schooling. No. Yeah, no, don't do that, don't do that at home. Mm -mm. No. Cooler, but even then, then they should be really independent. So, yeah, please, please yes. that. <laughs> something is broken if you're trying to spend that much time, especially with those young elementary age kids. Mm -mm. Yes, right. Sure. <laughs> so, what tips can you provide for engaging and involving children in things around the house? Ooh, that well, that's one of my favorite things to talk about. <laughs> so. We're all home together, so what a, an amazing opportunity to take on some projects, right? You're going to finish school fast, so why not take the time to organize? I've been kind of giggling online. I'm like, now is the perfect time to get organized. So whether it is an organization project or it's just like, okay, you're all home and dropping your stuff all over the house, you know, so what do we need to get done? So teaching your kids these life skills. That's what we teach our kids anytime they're home with this is life skills. So trying to kind of make a list. Again, I'm a big list girl because I'm a visual learner, so I have to see things. So I make a list of what needs to get done. I actually did this the other day because one of the things, because I, you know, I homeschool, I run an online business and, you know, and then I do other things. And so I have a life, but it, it just is a lot. So I have to divide things up. And one of the things that I have you know, delegated is cleaning. So I, we do have cleaners that come to our house every two weeks that they're not coming to our house right now. So I just made a, a big list of things that needed to get done. And we literally just kind of went through and we divided it up between everybody. And the key is when you're teaching your kids, especially new things, because, you know, you can say, go make your bed. If they don't know how to do it, that doesn't help. So we have to take time. So yesterday was was entertaining. That was our, our new cleaning day. And my eight-year-old daughter, she's like, let's do this all the time. We don't need cleaners. <laughs> and I'm like, God bless you. And I'm like, I know it's going to wear off soon. So. <laughs> so happy you're happy right now then she picked like all the big jobs and like oh my goodness if she could seriously be excited about this mm, game on <laughs> but what i did with her is i just kind of ran through there's what's crazy is when you are teaching your kids how to do certain chores you don't realize how many little rules you have about cleaning so like vacuuming i was like showing them okay start in this corner and you kind of work your way down and you work your way again and even like cleaning in the bathroom i'm like always start with the handles first and then go cleanest to dirtiest <laughs> so you went done with this and then you move the very last thing because is the toilet but yeah. my 
Um, my six-year-old was doing the sinks, and when she was done with each rag, I just told her, okay, leave that rag on the toilet. My son, who was doing toilets, came and used that same rag for the toilet, and I had to teach him, like, you know, top handle down. <laughs> it's a lesson for everyone. Everyone should know how to do that. I, I know. Let's all talk about cleaning toilets. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's probably a really good approach. Everyone just needs to pitch in, right? Like yeah. everyone's in this, even if you are homeschooling, if you are new to homeschooling, if you are now schooling at home, everybody's in this together. So. Oh yeah. We refer to it as like teamwork and, and we actually, I'm like plug, but um, I do have an entire chapter about how to get kids to help out because it's hard and it's it a lot of us have like some I fight perfectionism. I'll just say it like that. I fight I fight laziness and perfectionism. I'm just odd. Um, <laughs> I call myself a little bit of an oxymoron. But it is it's hard to let go and to like let it be like, you know, I'm, I'm I had to kind of walk away. I'm like, I'm, the floors are getting vacuumed. Woohoo! You know, it's fine. She did a great job. And so I just encourage her along and just like it was great that we all need to learn those skills and our, and you know, and it is right now is more teamwork time than ever before. So this is a return to the family unit that we're all experiencing. And so it's an opportunity, I think, to make some amazing memories and learn some fun new skills. And actually several of the things that we kind of have, I have mentally planned out for us is we're going to be doing some different classes and learning some different things for this time. Cause it's like, I mean, homeschoolers get out of the house normally and we're not getting out of the house. So <laughs> we do have time on our hands too. <laughs> so it's been, it's been an interesting experience, but. It's I was just gonna, that was my next question. You know, we're all kind of social distancing right now. Homeschoolers, um, you know, public school, private school, anyone, everyone is social distancing. So how do you help navigate those changes? I mean, you mentioned you're going to do some fun activities. What else do you think you'll end up doing? Well, we're definitely like today we called it our lemon. We actually, I was kind of calling it our lemon day, but I was like, it's our lemon curd day. So we made lemon curd. I made some scones from a box. I'm just going to say I made the curd from scratch, but I, I did, I did have a box of scones. So we use those. Um, so see pantry items, yeah. <laughs> how to use the pantry items. But yeah, <laughs> we did that. We made some lemonade, you know, so we're trying to kind of incorporate that kind of fun. But if you want to get really creative, you read farmer boy <laughs> You can make food all day long listening to oh, that. Yeah. That book is amazing. But some of the things that we're doing is um, I actually have different, you know, all kinds of different things. So you can find things like arts and crafts on, on YouTube. Um, I say this carefully because it is not a Christian linked thing. So some of the content definitely has some language, but there is an online learning program called Masterclass. And that's one thing that I've been learning from, but there are some that are kid appropriate. So um, we've been doing a few of those. There's a, so a few cooking ones that are really fun. And so there's um, like Thomas Keller, who's this famous chef. And so he's teaching us all about eggs. And so we've been watching, you know, watching little bits of that. And it's just fun. And it's a fun way to kind of supplement here and there. Um, but there's so much on YouTube you can look up and you can use media to be a good thing during this time. I keep hearing about people binge watching things. I'm like, you know, I don't know, like, is that the only option we have? I mean, you can still have fun, you can yeah. still do things, but it's also okay. Like if you have a day where you're like, and today let's just, I'm all overwhelmed. Let's let's just sit and, and watch something, but make it fun. So that, that is one of the things that 
I have a my list is definitely to learn, teach the kids to learn. I'm going to be learning some things. I'm like, there is an interior decorating class that I'm going to be learning about. Oh, nice. That's fun. I know. I was like so excited. It just came out. I'm like, woo. Um, but my kids are going to be learning uh, about cooking and some other basic things like that too. So it's just fun. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. My husband brought a Lego set home. So my kids are Ooh. during breaks. They're so excited about this giant Lego set. So oh my I feel like it's just whatever, whatever makes you happy right now, whatever is helping you out. Just go exactly. ahead. Well, we actually had to return this huge coffee table that we got. And we, it just, our new one, I forgot. I had even forgotten I ordered it <laughs> and it showed up today. And I was like, because we've been doing all of our board games on the carpet. <laughs> and I'm so I'm ready to have an actual table again. So and a puzzle really yeah. on. <laughs> yes, yes. Puzzles. I we we always have a puzzle oh, going on one of our yes. tables. Okay, so your book, Master Organizer of Mayhem, gives tips on organization, right? Mm -hmm. So give us three that your family cannot live without. Ooh, that's a great way of putting it. Well. Um, I've never had been asked it quite like that. I like that. Okay. That we couldn't live with that. Well, I would say one of my tips is prioritizing. You need to do that with your life and your schedule and get, you got to do that in organizing as well. So you've got to prioritize, you know, what are the things that are driving you batty? So if you were truly talking about home organization, what is that thing when you walk by it, you go, mm, like this, this is, I'm so upset about that. Like, that's what you, that is your next project. You need to tackle that. And for me at one point, it was actually digital photos. So I wasn't walking by it, but sometimes I'd look at the walls and I'm like, my poor girls aren't on the walls. <laughs> so <laughs> I have to fix that. So, you know, pick a project and then dig in. And so anytime we're working on a project, my number one tip is always to clear out the space completely. So if you're looking at, at you know, that doesn't work with digital photos, <laughs> but any space inside my your house. closet. There you go. Every time I walk by it, I'm like, oh, I got to do something. Yeah. And so you clean everything out, um, it. get it all out. And as you're doing it, you can do a quick sort. And I have a four-step four, um, four step approach to that. And so that is, you know, what you're going to keep. So what will actually go back in. And that can also be what, what should not have been there. <laughs> it needs to go somewhere else. So you can put, you know, have kind of like two piles for your keep pile. Then you can have a blessing pile, which is where you go ahead and think to yourself, this is no longer a blessing to us, but it can possibly be a blessing to someone else. Um, you have the very important toss pile, which is what you're just going to get rid of. And then the last one is your sell pile. So that quickly can become a blessing pile if you don't get around to, to selling it. Um, that some, some things are worth trying to go ahead and get a little bit of you know money or worth out of again. Um, and then my last little piece of all of that is you need to make a space beautiful. You need to make it pretty and happy because when it is a well-functioning, happy, beautiful place, then you tend to keep it a lot nicer. That's been the case with my bathroom on my bathroom counter. It's my like fast place and I just kept leaving things out. So I took time to really create space for all of my most used items. So it was easier for me to get to them. And then I just added some cute things on the counter and now my counters are clean, um, you know, most of the time. <laughs> I will say like 
everyone's sort of like, it really is too busy and I, I have to wait for something to cool, like if it's a curling iron or something, then that's still out. Um, but for even for your whole closet, you can still, I mean, it sounds silly to make it cute, but you can put some hooks in, you can put some baskets in there. So different things to really help it kind of come together. And believe it or not, you will start to get excited about wanting to keep that somewhat clear. And even your kids can. So if you had baskets with their names on it or different things like that, I mean, not that they need to open it and you have like, you know, confetti coming out. Woo! <laughs> um, but, you know, like maybe a few streamers. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess that those are kind of be the ones. Prioritize. Um, so decluttering and kind of keeping the space clean and then making it a beautiful place. I love it. I love it. So here at Sunlight, we love to encourage reading mm -hmm. literature, great literature into your day. Yes. So one of the ways we do is well, I'm like, we use sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> There's my good answer. I know. <laughs> and I have to say that my son, Wade, um, he's completely independent. He's in fifth grade, um, but he has been so excited. He doesn't wait for me for the read alouds, which I'm like, okay, so our read aloud time is now becoming more like, you know, devotion time and stuff like that. But um he is reading all the, he just, he's like, I'm faster. He literally will not even come out of his room until he's read a little bit for the day. And then my younger girls, um, they are, you know, I will admit, like I am slow sometimes with read aloud. In fact, I think you're having Trisha Goyer on. She laughed when I was first talking about sunlight. She's like, I know you're not the best reader aloud. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not a struggle. but you know, that's when I assign other people to help with reading aloud. It sounds crazy, but that's Absolutely what we do. Not. I, my oldest reads to my youngest all the time. She loves it and like, go for it. I know. Well, and through homeschooling, to be really honest, I discovered I'm slightly dyslexic. And so it is difficult for me. I'm, I just had never realized that. And so reading sometimes is hard. I have to make sure I have my glasses and I get really emotional <laughs> and my kids tease me. So, <laughs> like, so there is bullying in our, so no, I'm kidding. <laughs> No, they're like, if they know it's getting sentimental, they always like stop. Or if they hear like my, my voice start to crack, they're like, mom. And I'm like, oh, to me. I'm like, but it's so beautiful. They're like, oh, yeah. No, we do enjoy it. And, you know, we go through seasons where we're really good at it. So I, and this is me admitting that I'm a little behind on the girls' curriculum and reading aloud. But my daughter has read every single reader. She's so funny. She's just like, what am I supposed to be working? And I'm like, these. And she like went, and got them all done. So we still love reading. We listen to books on tape. I say that audiobooks. That's how yeah. we say it now. I'm old school. So yeah. So good. <laughs> but yeah, so there's lots of ways to incorporate literature into your day. Um, you can do it as part of your bedtime routine. You can do it first thing in the morning, especially for families once they start getting when we're all allowed to go back to our normal lives. So if you know, you know, school is a part of your normal life then a nighttime routine of reading is really special. In fact, here's one fun thing that we did back when my husband was traveling is he was reading every night with the kids from Lion, Witch, in the Wardrobe when our kids were all younger. And uh, when he was traveling, he would take the book with them and he would read it to them over the phone. So it was just really special time um, for us to kind of connect. So books are a great way to connect and to create some family memories together. Absolutely. Great conversations come from mm -hmm. reading great books too. Yes, definitely. 
Well, thank you so much for joining me, Christy. This has been great. Um, I want you to know ChristyClover.com is where you can buy that book. She keeps holding up. Hold that up again. Yes. Passion Project. So I am not ashamed. <laughs> you shouldn't be, man. That's a great accomplishment. And right now, I feel like with the coronavirus, I'm like, I don't care if you're, you got kids or not. We are all moms right now. Yes, <laughs> we are all. Yes, exactly. You're a mom and you're a mom. We're all moms. <laughs> 100% true. 100% true. Well, thank you Christy, for joining me and we will talk to you soon. Sounds great. Thanks for having me on. Yes.